So uh, while you were gone, uh, I thought it would be fun if I'd leave you a little editing Easter egg where I sang a parody of Thank You for Being a Friend called <laughs> um, Thank You for Taking a Piss. And <laughs> I sang it its entirety before realizing I'm the one editing this episode. <laughs> so just on the cutting room floor. <laughs> Jessica and Zach from the day they were born They started watching comedy because it was on She was a golden girl, he had Seinfeld on the brain They said a nine-year-old Frasier fan might just be insane Harry and the Hendersons, Mindy and Mork Now Jessica and Zach get together and talk They'll never say the sitcom's glory days are gone They'll still watch it because it was on 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 Is it too early to set up a Patreon? And I'll call it Because it was on 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 Hello and welcome to Because It Was On, the fancy film podcast, but for people who would prefer to talk about that episode of Gilgan's Island, where the entire island reads Gilgan's diary and they do not like what they see. My name is Zachary and I did not prepare for you a story about my boss this week because it is Pride Month and I am not about to work. So um, what are we going to do instead? Well, we're going to take a leaf out of the sitcom writer's handbook, and when we don't feel like working, we're just going to do a clip show. So please enjoy this slightly shorter episode than normal, uh, which will include a lot of deleted conversations that Jessica and I have had. The first one about chilling adventures that we had to cut for time from the Sabrina episode and uh, many others including a very fascinating saga about the development of a fateful Golden Girls parody song so I hope you enjoy take care and like the Sabrina the Teenage Witch witches are fucking monsters <laughs> and you know who realized that sabrina the teenage witches are fucking monsters the people that came out with the chilling adventures of sabrina the teenage witch the perfect television show yeah it, it does fix a lot of this because at the when we get to the point of the chilling adventures of sabrina the entire point of the show is to take on the social dynamics of being a teenage witch and Sabrina's narcissism, her power, uh, her power hungry attitude, her privilege. They do not go without comment in the show. And I'm not yeah. saying the show is without problems. Don't get it, me wrong. I did just call it the perfect television um, show because I like it a lot, but it's not. The perfect television yeah, show. no, there, there's all sorts of things that are problematic about it, but the point being, we're no longer, when we get to the chilling adventures of Sabrina, we're kind of sloughing off the the shackles that Bewitched put on the depiction of witches in television, and that I think Sabrina is often very beholden to. And I say that conceding your point entirely, that they use witchiness in a very different way. And we're taking a, a different look at it 
with The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which to be clear, it's not a sitcom. I wouldn't call it a sitcom. We can debate that, I guess, but I don't think it is. But all of that is to say, like, it's the it's the point at which we're we're sort of taking what Sabrina is and who she is as a character and taking a look at some of her worst aspects and having a conversation about them. I don't feel like the show ever really committed to dark Sabrina. They should have done more with it. It's it's a very sloppy show. It's a it's a the last two seasons are a mess, but the first two are great. To Zach's point, like the first two are almost perfect, but the last two are terrible. I, I pretend they don't exist. But the first two, I the first season of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I could watch over and over and over again. I love them. I was talking to a friend about Chilling Adventures yesterday, and they were, they were saying how like shitty the show is and how the plot doesn't make any sense. And there are like no consequences. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> Chilling Adventures is like how it was written. I am convinced is they devised like different vibes that they wanted to get to. Like they wanted a BDSM scene with Aunt Zelda and like the dark priest. And they're like, okay, how do we get from point A to point B? <laughs> And they just loosely <laughs> thought whatever they could to get there. And then they're like, okay, what do we want to have next? Uh, I want Sabrina to come down a stairwell in a bomb ass outfit. <laughs> like, okay, so how do we get from the BDSM scene to Sabrina in a bomb ass outfit going down the stairs? And then they just like trudge through four okay. seasons that way. And we want to, we want a pansexual witch orgy. Okay. How do we get there? Yeah. All right. That's we just, wanna... they did it. Two steps at a time, four seasons were written. And we want like a, a blood moon period sequence. How do we get there? Yeah. I want to <laughs> have a scene where like, <laughs> where like Aunt Zelda turns into a fly and eats her love interest. Uh, that's, how do we get that's there? Hilda. That's Hilda. Hilda. Yeah. 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 Um, which they do a great interpretation of Hilda and Chilling Adventures as well. Um, they strip away the oafishness and they just make her very sweet. And she's a sweet little grandma that'll fuck you up. That will absolutely fuck you up. They give her her power back. They have a much more interesting dynamic between Hilda and Zelda. It's wonderful. The first everybody watched the first season if you haven't. I think it's great. Yeah, um, the Zelda and Hilda in Chilling Adventures. They're so perfect. I love their so dynamic. Oh, uh, like their codependent, toxic relationship. Yeah. Zelda doesn't realize how much she needs her sister. It's so beautiful. <sighs> I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to watch it tonight. I fucking love yeah. that show. So I've known you for 10 years. I am convinced that you like really fucking love this show. Like pre-chilling and post- chilling jessica are like you have like witchcraft references so much more in your language since you watch the show <laughs> just in casual conversation really you'll just drop what a hecate oh yeah yeah i do think that's fun though yeah it's just uh i, I like it i love it yeah hell you know hell but chilling adventures changed you and i'm glad we're finally talking about it first chilling season changed was you. big it was big for me it really was yeah look it's not like like I said, the way that Zelda is portrayed is something I very much directly relate to. And it's a very complex, I think, depiction of a specific type of femininity that often gets twisted in very flat ways, like very one dimensional ways to make somebody like Zelda the villain. And in both incarnations, the 90s version and Chilling Adventures, she's not the villain. 
and she actually has warmth and softness to her that are available and she actually uses all of those things that are traditionally like used to villainize women for the power of good um but that doesn't mean she's not without like horribly toxic traits that we've discussed and how she she treats her sister but all of that is to say like that is something that i feel like i see myself in and i don't see that a lot in in media it's why I often do identify with the villains because they have more of those traits, but like, I don't see myself as a villain. Right. Um, yeah. Debatable. Right. Ask other people uh, whether I actually am. And I think that's why Zelda resonates with me. And that's why chilling adventures of Sabrina was like so important to me, uh, especially that first season mm-hmm. because they, they, uh, they, they, it's a perfect Zelda. I will say um, Michelle Gomez's character, uh, who is not existent, and ooh, yes, oh my god, OG Sabrina is a, a revelation. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. Let us know. Find us in the TikTok comments if you guys just want us to talk about Chilling Adventures of Sabrina more. We will um, <laughs> happily. Uh, and I will say, just to sort of tie it back to our '90s version, um, Beth Broderick and Carolyn Ray do make a guest appearance in the final episode of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's they like do, a yeah. Weird, like half in, like one foot in, one foot out meta, um, meta experience of Sabrina. So, it, it, I wouldn't even say it's worth watching, to be honest with you. Um, I wouldn't say any of the last two seasons are worth watching, but they're I there. loved them. You like the last? I, two I, I loved, I loved every bite from the first to the last of Chilling Adventures. I All did. Right. I had no qualms with it. All right. And it's All because right. I strongly disagree that the writing in the first seasons is good. And like, <laughs> like I, I much more have a relationship with the show as it is a beautiful, delicious hot mess. Yeah, it's a nice. It, it's a nice yes and. It's just lovely spaghetti and meatballs on top of hot dogs on top of nacho yeah. cheese. Well, you are also like... the you are also the man who will defend the lottery season of Roseanne to his death. So. I'm not afraid of shitty television. Yeah, and... you you want them. You are placing the shark for them to jump like you uh-huh. are ready for it. It's part of like just my personality. I feel like well established. I am a pathological yes ander. <laughs> like any friend I have, I will say yes to you. I will yeah, do a it's podcast. True. It's true. About sitcoms. <laughs> At the merest suggestion, like I, <laughs> it's true. I'll say you didn't yes take until any we convincing. are in a death cult. <laughs> you didn't take any convincing. It was just like I had this idea, and a week later, we were in a production meeting. <laughs> <laughs> after I like after like our friendship for like six years had just been like every once in a while sending like a funny text and checking in, and at the mere suggestion that we should do this show in you were in immediately and now we talk to each other every fucking day (laughs) (laughs) i am more than any other sitcom character i am linda belcher like you tell me you murdered somebody and i'm instantly like all right well uh the car's in the shop right now so we're gonna have to borrow dave's (laughs) i'll get a shovel i have one Yes, you are. I'm a yes ander, yes and I have that relationship with television as well. Like, <laughs> take it wherever you want to go, baby. I'm down for the ride. <laughs> yes, I love it. And I hate doing this, but I need to use the restroom really quick. Okay. Pause, and then we'll come back and talk about episode two. Give me two okay. two minutes. I'll be right back. Okay. So this is. Um...
my second edition of thank you for taking a piss. Let's see if I can do any better this time. Thank you for taking a piss. Trickling down your leg because you took a piss. You didn't have time to get to the bathroom. Thank you for taking a piss. You gotta go and change your pants because you're taking, you just took a piss. And you'll know that you took a piss because you stink because you took a piss. Thank you for taking a piss. I think that one is pretty good. I just realized that this episode I am also going to be editing. So, again, just for me. All right. Episode two Grandpa commits war crimes. You've got to start um, going to the bathroom when it's your turn to edit because I once again. did a thank you for being thank you for being a friend uh thank you for taking a piss parody and then realized oh i'm editing this that was nothing (laughs) and it was good this time i've been working on it Hey gang, uh, just pop it in here uh, to give a little bit of explanation for this next clip. Uh, we had to cut it from our um, Lizzie McGuire episode because we assumed that we knew the uh, sexuality of an uh, actor, and it turns out that we were wrong, and uh, we, we didn't we didn't think it was chill to put it out about him when we were wrong, um, but we have. We've cleaned it up and I think made a pretty good job of taking out the references to the actual individual because I do think that the um, conversation itself was fun. So enjoy. And sorry to that actor. There's that she has to compete with. And it's just this little it's this boy who like this actor is very clearly just like a young, young gay actor. But they put him in this episode where he's trying to extort a kiss from. (laughs) (laughs) That shit's the best. (laughs) So he's a very talented child actor. Like he's very good at what he's doing. He's playing a little evil boy genius. But this is very clearly a a little boy who at. And I'm assuming as an adult has since come out and is living as a gay man. But his whole motivation is I want to kiss. When I was in high school theater, I often thought it was weird. Like, what is your life when older people would come to actually, like, they don't know anybody. They'd just be like, oh, the high school's the doing high school a show. The high school musical, yeah. And so they would go to it, and that just seems so insane to me. But that might be a solid plan when I get old and my schedule is blank, because I thought I think it was probably very entertaining to watch my gay ass play. Uh, <laughs> Just like trying to woo some 16 year old who is so delusional about, you know, finding love in the theater. Yeah, I was playing a Puritan uh, reverend in the crucible. Just like, goody Proctor. (laughs) (laughs) You've got some explaining to do. (laughs) Um, Yeah, 
Yeah, that has to be half of the entertainment. Yeah. But let so. me tell you, if you are like the one straight boy in the high school theater program, you will clean up. Absolutely. It's a slam dunk. Yeah. Um, probably shouldn't be ru- like ruining the scene by spreading the word about that. But you will get tail if you're the yeah. one straight boy. Yeah. Except for there was one like straight guy in my high school theater program who I think knew this and like went into it because of it. And it did not work for him. I'm sorry, dude. He was a weirdo. Um, but anyway, that's oh, you know what? Actually, I was yes, I was yes ending you there, but I, I just cast my memory back. And there was, I think, like one straight boy that I can think of that was consistently in all the theater shit. And we viciously bullied him. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah, to be honest, like I take it all back because I'm now thinking on it. Like the joke premise is there. But in reality, all in reality, of the straight we guys, were antibodies and we identified a pathogen and we got the straight boy out of there. Yeah. All <laughs> of the straight guys who were consistently in theater did not clean up. They did not clean up. No, no. We, you know what it is. You know what it, you know where all the straight girls go in theater. You know what they do? Where? There's always like one boy in the theater program who is not yet out, but is <laughs> definitely gay. And they all go after him, literally myself included. (laughs) That is what it is. They all go for him, the one who is still like so deeply closeted. I could spread so much tea right now, but I'm terrified someone from my old (laughs) high school. I don't know what that guy's up to now. (laughs) And I don't want to ruin his life. (laughs) But am am I wrong? Is that not who, who gets all the straight? That is girls exactly in theater, what happens. They all go for the deeply, clo- like the, whoever is most deeply in the closet. All that the red exactly. flags are there. Just- oh, easily, <laughs> easily, easily, easily. All of the red flags are there. A hundred percent. But it's just like, they like all the same things that you like and they're handsome and they do theater. And That's so you're the like, downfall. you delude yourself. You delude yourself. And you think maybe he really like, really wants to take me to prom because he thinks that like like he wants to like touch my boobies but he doesn't he doesn't and that's that's the delusion that's the delusion of being the straight girl in the theater program i um i'm just gonna leave it at yes i think i've made the ethical (laughs) decision i am not about to spill (laughs) we can do it offline we can do it Uh, offline and so I think that that's yeah. how those two shows are different because like um, this show came out, I believe in 2005. Um, yeah. And so especially the early episodes, uh, the early seasons, very informed by like late Bush administration, like by those politics, like yeah. they do the like Palestine, Israel um, parody. There's a lot of like soldier humor and stuff. Very like, yeah that's when like you and I were coming of age. And so it was very like rewatching a lot of those early episodes these past two weeks. Right. Right. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Like what the vibe of television was at that time. I'm going to use the restroom. Go for it. This is the point at which you would sing. uh, Thank you for taking a piss, but I'm not, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction when you edit this. Sorry. Instead, I'm just going to look at this uh, TikTok comment that we got. Now, I did not intentionally do this, but 
I did walk away with my wireless headset still on. (laughs) (laughs) And as I was walking down the hallway to the bathroom, uh, I was like, God, I hope she sings. Thank you for taking a piss. (laughs) No, I aggressively refused. I think it sums up our relationship (laughs) so much that I'm constantly trying to leave you a little thank you for taking a piss. And you're like, I refuse. I refuse to give you the satisfaction. I know it's I'm what you want me to do. trying but failing. I think it's another important detail. And I had the I had the wide open opportunity and knew exactly what you wanted and refused to give you the satisfaction. I think this makes me the dentist of our relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I don't know what's on. If I turned on Disney Channel right now, what's going on over there? No idea. No, I could tell you, like, I generally, like, oh my God, it's going to be so dated, like the things that I'm going to reference here. I know of the, I know of Hannah Montana. I know of Wizards of Waverly Place, um, which again, even those are super dated at this point. I know. I know. That's what I fucking said. I said it's going to make me sound old. I know those are dated and haven't been on the show in decades. Um, I know that the creator of Lizzie McGuire actually did another teen one. I only know that because I researched her a little bit for this episode. Um, that was really recent. But other than that, yeah. Okay, Jessica. I have up Disney Channel's uh, like primetime lineup right now. I'm going to read you just the title of the sitcom and you tell me what you think it's about. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Just This is like a surprise segment. If I guess wrong and we put this on TikTok, they're going to come for my throat again. I'm so scared of guessing games now. They're they're actually super um, self-explanatory. <laughs> I'll give you an easy one. Uh, zombies. <laughs> what do you think that one's about, Jessica? What do you think zombies um, is about? Do you think I think it's like about like a young boy who like hosts a radio show? Am I right? Um. Yeah, you got it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's about um. It, it looks just from the I've actually seen a trailer of this. Um, I recognize it. It's like zombies are sentient again, I think. And so they're trying to like reintegrate zombies into regular people, alive people society. So way to catch I, yourself from saying regular people so as not to offend yeah. the zombie population <laughs> yeah. who listens to our podcast yeah i, ch- I checked my uh you checked your living privilege privilege so yeah that's what that's about uh i'm glad they chose to play with those colors <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure they're doing it very artfully um and then let's see sydney to the max uh so i'm gonna guess it's about a girl who lives in australia okay you're working with the information i gave you i respect that and she is a professional kite surfer. Okay. Uh, it's set to the present day with flashbacks to the 1990s. The heartwarming and sentimental live action comedy revolves around outgoing middle schooler Sydney Reynolds, who lives with her single dad, Max, in the house he grew up in, along with her progressive grandmother, Judy, three generations under one roof. Yeah, okay. What, fuck what yeah, are the Judy. flashbacks about? I'm already intrigued. They're doing like some postmodern shit. They're doing like uh, This Is Us. Capitalizing <laughs> on those channel. 90s vibes. Okay. So a fun segment. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Move, moving on. We got to, you know, got to keep trucking here. Um, so yeah, uh, clearly like there are big shows that we didn't touch here. Um, that's so Raven, Hannah Montana, 
these are zombies. definitely zombies you know of course zombies uh and you guys i'm sure are sitting at home like screaming other titles to us uh, but I do feel like we're probably getting into a little bit of a conversation about like the gender aspect of both of these television shows, which is what I, I want to pivot yeah. to next. But I desperately need to use the restroom. So I have to take a break right now. Okay. Um, you can sing thank you for taking a piss, but it's only going to be you enjoying it. Have we done the be thank you for being? No, we haven't yet. I'll do it. All right. BRB. Thank you for taking a piss Traveling down the road Cause you gotta piss Your bladder is full You gotta piss In a potty pot Thank you for taking a piss And if you threw a party First you'd have to go piss Cause you don't want to piss in the middle of the party Because then you'd leave a bunch of strangers with your stuff Thank you for taking a piss It was the best thank you for taking a piss yet Can I tell you? Something exciting. Yeah. Normally I have my headphones on mm -hmm. that I have to leave at the desk when I go take a piss. <laughs> Today I got these beautiful little AirPods. You heard all so of guess it? who was guess who was in my ear the whole time? Oh, it's beautiful. How'd you like it? How'd you like your first ever thank you for taking a piss? For me it's why haven't all my peas been narrated? <laughs> You know, I mean, what's you? What's you happen? You can't really, you can't really go back. You know, um, I'm gonna what are we gonna them do? All together and make like publish a children's album <laughs> for like potty training for just the gayest toddler ever. <laughs> exactly. That's when the real money is. That's the dream. So I think it's time for us to pivot to gender in these two scenarios and boy howdy do i want to talk about who's the boss because it was on because it was on because it was on because it was on because it was because it was on 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 rate review and subscribe to because it was on